Okay, if anybody wants right. to measure their field, we have twine and a stick. You can measure your field with that. Face yes, up. and this. You're going. You could um, calibrate your steps and then just have, walk out the field because we don't have a tape measure. So here are your four plots: eight twenty-four, eight twenty-five, eight twenty-six, eight twenty-seven. That Aussie voice is Lee Vile. He'll pop in and out of this blog once in a while. One reason is he's part of a parallel rice growing challenge, and more on that in another episode. Secondly, his office manages the hundreds of farm workers, or cabasillas, at Erie. Any work the rice survivors don't have the time or the equipment or the skills to do on their own will be done by the cabasillas. <laughs> what I'd like to do is to introduce Bert Eskendor and Rolly Passion. These are the men who know far more about these fields than any of us ever will and they will, will facilitate your land preparation requirements whether you want dry preparation, wet preparation. Um, we do observe that the typhoon doesn't seem to be producing what we thought it might be going to produce a few days ago. So maybe it's, we can think drier thoughts again. Um, I'm going to have to sort of leave you but Clearly the time to make decisions on, on land prep and what you're going to do is now. Okay, today is the 5th of December and this is the first active day of the Rice Survivor Challenge 2012-13 dry season and standing here in the paddocks the contestants have just um, seen their fields for the first time, they've measured out their plots and now they're planning the season ahead and all the steps involved in it. Um, so between now and probably late April, early May, um, they're going to do several things like preparing the land, um, coming up with a watering regime, um, sowing seeds or transplanting plants from a nursery. Um, then they're going to have to watch their crop crops grow and um, look out for pests and diseases and insect pests um, do some weeding um, decide whether they you know use sort of chemicals to assist with their management approaches and in the end they'll have to do some harvesting okay here we go team one is team matatag that's filipino for strong it has team members from india australia myanmar usa and the philippines we pretty went, much went towards the, the wetland preparation because uh, we're concerned a little bit about the internal drainage and, and since wetland preparation is the more traditional approach and, and uh, something that's also good for us to get experience with, uh, I think that'll be the best way to go. Uh, we are going to be different. different. I mean, <laughs> we don't care about... Uh, the, and I, I guess we are just here to, yes, just here to yeah. learn. learn. Yes. Yeah. So I think we'll Nobody with a competitive streak in group yeah. one? No. Uh, I think Al. I think Al. <laughs> the, the, the fellow that's missing. But uh, to say I'm truly competitive at this point in time would be overstating by far. Now team two. Three continents represented and a very wide range of experience in the field. They call themselves Hayahai which is the Visayan word for comfortable, or, as the team prefers, comfortability. I'm Adam Sparks from Team 2. Uh, we picked uh, Certified 222 
our yield goal is seven tons and we're going to do uh, traditional transplanted so we'll be doing the traditional primary dry tillage then puddling puddling uh, a secondary uh, wet tillage and then uh, final smoothing before we transplant you guys have become known as a comfortability team, so I want to know how comfortable you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I think we're pretty comfortable with this. This is Actually, this is pretty much how one of my experiments here at Erie goes, so I'm pretty comfortable with that. <laughs> you scared? No, not really. I don't know. So. <laughs> and we have Rolly and Bert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for the comfortability team. <laughs> Then there's team three, called Double Trouble. Don't ask, that cat is not even out of the bag yet. But at the moment, team three has decided to do a regular puddled and transplanted field, which is the traditional cultivation, because there's very high weed pressure here and because it's well-suited for lowland rice production. We have decided that we want to try mechanical transplanting rather than hand transplanting. We are currently debating whether or not to get rid of the buns that is already in the middle of our field. And there's some division within the group on that. We have almost decided that we are going to go off on our own to try to find better source of seed than the experiment station can give us. Do you guys have a goal? Yes, but we'll tell you later. Typically at Erie, many of the training courses there are set in a classroom and there's a lot of PowerPoint lecture style setting. Uh, so this is a new way to do directive learning, I guess, uh, where people are actually in the field, they're learning by experience, they're learning from each other, they're learning from doing. Oh, and one more thing. I bet you thought I forgot about Team 4, huh? I didn't. Ends up they are the only team who will be doing a dry seed preparation, which means they will be in the field first, and we can catch up with them in our next episode of Rice Survivor. For Erie Radio, I'm Michael Joyce.